You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Welcome to episode 19 of Untapped Keg. I'm RJ Zimmerman here with my brother-in-law, Monte Ball. Uh, how do you do, sir? I'm well, man. I'm well, good, doing, doing well. I mean, I'm. I feel really good, really good from uh, you know all of our activities yesterday. I really do. It's because we didn't play kickball. I, I'm telling you, man. I don't know what it was with that kickball that weekend, but I know I'm fat, slow. Um, don't know the old now, <laughs> but that did a number on me. I mean, yesterday was fun. The, you know, obviously 4th of July weekend, we hope everyone had a good time, but, uh, it was good, man. Good to see you, my sister, my nephews, and I was playing a bunch of games in the backyard. Yeah, it was nice, uh, to get the pool out. Finally, little kitty pool kids got to play in it. Hmm. Youngest Absolutely. was very unsure about it. <laughs> <laughs> he had to he had to hold on to the side the whole time. He did. He did. I mean, that's the most water or the highest water, however you want to put it, that he's been in, huh? Yeah. No. But I mean, it was still when he was standing, it was at his waist. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean. My oldest was like that too, you know, in his first, when he first started. Yeah, um, I'd rather, I'd rather my kids be like that than, than my son. My goodness, I love my son to death, but he was scaring us, <clears throat> jumping into water, just without any hesitation. We were like, okay, got to get him into swimming lessons, swim class. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's also, right. well, so <clears throat> my oldest, uh, you guys weren't out there. He went to the top of the slide that was uh, into the pool, mm-hmm. and he decided to just jump as far as he could. That just jumped, <laughs> just jump into the water. Look at me! Look at me! <laughs> it's like okay, uh, let's not do that again because you might hurt yourself. But good job, right? <laughs> right, it was good, man. It was good. So how how, how you been doing? Uh, I'm pretty good. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was another good week of work. I mean, it's hot, right? Hot and humid. It's awesome. Uh, it's supposed to be 10 degrees cooler right now, but whatever. It's telling the guys I, I miss the, the spring to summer weather. That's like, you know, lower seventies, mid seventies. Mm-hmm. Got a decent breeze. We all, you know, the past three years we've gone from, like 40 degrees to 78 degrees in a span of a week. Right. Never have a spring anymore. So that stinks. But, you know, climate change isn't real, so we can't do anything about it. I was literally just about to say that it's a hoax, huh? While the Arctic is hitting record-breaking numbers. <laughs> I mean. We get a storm <laughs> that is a record-breaking storm every single year, but climate change isn't real. Right. I mean, I yeah. don't know what we have to see. 
Yeah, you know, that's a entirely different topic, getting on to the president and, you know, everything is a hoax. But we're here, it's here nor there, unfortunately. But uh, it was a good weekend, really good weekend. Um, I don't know, it was, it was good for the spirit just being around. You know, obviously, given everything that's going on, everyone's social distancing. Well, thanks to those who are social distancing and wearing masks. Um, you know, it was good just to be around family, laughs. Um and I don't know, just like I said, maybe five or six, seven episodes ago, um, it's a really good time to, you know, try to focus on the silver linings uh, or find a silver lining. And it's just good to kind of settle down and really appreciate the smaller things. Because obviously with work, just like yourself and everything, you tend to just go in autopilot mode. Um, but I think sure. now it's really, it's really good just to like, not really have much to do other than work and, and hanging out with the family. Cause you know, you can't go to the coffee shop. You can't do this or that. It's like, okay, it's a good time to really step back and, and really appreciate the moments with family. Cause that's really all you got at the end of the day. So, yeah, that's a good point. You're just looking at the bright side of things, you know, I'm glad somebody you know. <laughs> <laughs> trying. Uh Oh, sound like you got some allergies there, huh? Oh man. <laughs> Hit, hitting me hard this morning, <laughs> but not, not like extremely hard. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. You usually don't have allergies huh? or, or uh, do you? Yeah, I do. I just take, uh, I take oh, one right, of those one a day allergy pills and usually it's good enough, but we were outside I next to I that March yesterday, which was smart mm. and I haven't yet today. So, well, you know, you can't get sick nowadays. Everyone, if you sneeze or cough, it's COVID, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. So, ah, so. Well, I, <laughs> rightfully so. Let's be honest. Mm. So, man, what's going on? I mean, I know that, uh, you know, it seems like a lot has gone on since last week. I mean, I, I, I you know, I kind of want you to get into chatting about, uh, you know, all the news you were spitting at uh, me and my father yesterday about, you know, about the moon landing being true. <laughs> I don't even want to get into that. I mean, speaking of that, <laughs> look, you, you know, the more and more I think about it, interstellar Cooper <laughs> said, Matthew McConaughey's character. It's your second favorite movie. Why won't you listen to him? I, I really, really, really enjoy that movie here. I'll say this. I'll say this, you know, I'm excited. I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the fence that we it, 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 we didn't get there when we say we got there the first time. Maybe we got there a couple of years later. But, but, but I'll say this. I am starting to understand that I'm not saying that getting into outer space or, or going to the moon is, I'm not saying it's easy, but I feel like it's not as difficult as I may be thinking. Um because I did read something because, you know, everything I read is correct. Google's always right. Um, that it would have been more difficult or more expensive to fake the moon landing than to actually just go to the moon. <laughs> Cause it would have required about a half a million people to keep a secret. And then also, you know, it would have cost more for production and, and CGI. If CGI was even around back then, was it? I think, in 1969 no. or whatever? I don't no. think it was. The first CGI movie was like, what was the first movie to use CGI? I think it was like, 
I don't know, probably those old Star Treks or something. But yeah, long story short, it's possible. I'll I'll leave it at that. <laughs> it's possible. I uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna say I uh. <laughs> I don't, I, it, ups, it upsets you that I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> you thought I was smart enough? <laughs> it's not that just you. I mean, your sister, your dad, nobody believes it. And it's like, all right, I kind of I kind of get where you're coming from. But at the same time, no. Okay. Okay. Let me say this. <clears throat> Is it... Is it wrong for us to believe that our country would lie to us or our, our country would lie to every other country and us just to be there, just to get there first? We all know the answer to that. No, it's not wrong to think that we, we have, we have facts in our history that our country has lied to us, whitewashing, all that stuff. I mean, there's photos of Egyptians in the old social studies books where they're white with blue eyes. Our country is capable of lying. We get that. Is it possible that they lied to this to scale? Race to the moon? Right. That scale is it. That's it's quite grand. I I I agree. I agree. And but hey, you know, I'll, I'll continue to do my research and I'll and I'll, I'll figure it out. But I, I'll say this, like I said, I'll leave it at that. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Are you Are you ready for this? I am. I am. All right. First movie to use CGI, Westworld. When was that? Um it it looks like Alfred Hitch- Hitchcock's movie, uh, Vertigo in nineteen fifty eight used something, but Westworld is the one that is commonly like they used nineteen seventy three. Okay. That is that's the okay. one that it looks like is uh, commonly referred to as the first CG- CGI, like actual CGI. So that's impressive. Back in their early seventies, I mean, that's impressive. All you need is uh, you know three rooms in a five-story building, and you could also use a computer to make computer graphic imagery back then. <laughs> like I said, I, I'm, I I believe it's possible because. Like I said, it would it would require about close to half a million people to keep it a secret and still keep it a secret. Well, just at the <clears> time, <throat> I mean, how many people since then? Exactly, it requires exactly. uh, you know the president Probably right that. now to uh, keep a secret. I doubt that they give him that little booklet or pamphlet of what the book secrets. of secrets. Yeah, uh, that's the last president that they probably gave <laughs> will think of giving it to. I was going to make a joke, but I'll pass on it because, no. uh, you know, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. So what's, sorry, go one, ahead. One lesson I've already learned is, uh, what we say here is posted mm. and, uh, there's no take backsies. So, hmm. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, but Hey, it's freedom of speech though. Right. I mean, we got a professor at UW Milwaukee who's, you know, well, condoning some so inappropriate acts. <laughs> that's interesting that, uh, uh, you know, freedom of speech protects you from 
repercussions right. from the government. From That's the government. It. Uh, so it doesn't protect you from private individuals' repercussions. It doesn't protect you from uh, businesses that are private doesn't protect your you from your employers like that's that's the first thing that people need to learn about the first amendment is all it does is protects you from persecution of your government now if you're an employee of the government and you say something heinous what it protect it protects you from persecution of your government and if the government's your employer I guess, you know, that it's a gray area. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. <laughs> that she deserves to not have a job right now. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't understand what we're chatting about, the, uh, there's a professor at UW Milwaukee. Um, yeah. We're not trying to get too political here. This is just basic human decency um, that we're asking for. Um, and for the, her employer, that being, UW Milwaukee to do their job and, and relieve her of her duties. But long story short, um, we all know of, you know, a woman in the army who was um, sexually assaulted and murdered. And this individual, this professor um, responded under the post because obviously everyone is fighting for this woman to get justice and obviously her family. And, this professor was a former sergeant or what have you in the army. Um, now she's a professor at UW Milwaukee, and she made the claim that, you know, every woman who joins the army should expect to face um, sexual assault um, and don't cry about it. Don't be a snowflake and accept it. Um, and that's just mind blowing, obviously, for anyone to say that for one. But then, if from it to come from a woman's mouth is just even more um, mind-blowing to individuals, but then also it coming from a professor who's teaching our young minds in this country. So it's we're expecting for UW-Milwaukee to make the right decision here um, because if I was a woman going to that school, um, I would feel some type of way, of course. I mean, just so. anybody uh, going to that school mm -hmm. some type of way, have a True. class. Um, I'm sure there's some people that'll celebrate it and take the class to be edgy or like, oh, wow, look at it. I'm taking a class from that professor. Right. But I, yeah, don't, I don't get where you're, you're posting on social media. <laughs> Do they not believe the power of social media? I, mean, I don't like think you, so. you can't delete it once it's up there it's up there even if you delete it it's up there right. it's the internet it's somebody had already seen it and taken mm -hmm. a screenshot of it it lives forever it does um it does yeah that's just i just don't i don't understand what nobody why, does why people feel that sort of way you know it's just like yeah everything that's going on right now facebook mm. uh you know, that cesspool of racism mm -hmm. and uh, closed-mindedness. Uh, do you see all the advertisers pulling out of Facebook saying they need to change their policies? Mm -mm, no, what's going on? It's like, <clears throat> oh, I want to say, 
last I saw, they lost $60 billion uh, in, in the stock market because of all the advertisers that are pulling out of Facebook. But I can't even remember who it was that pulled out. Goodness gracious. My mind is just not working this morning, you know? That's all good. It's all good. I mean, the, I mean, why, why did they say that they're pulling out? Uh, because of their uh, policies against uh, hate speech and fake news and stuff like that they are following. Oh, I did see that about the hate speech. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that, which I, which I agree. I mean, you're allowing for, if I'm hearing this correctly, um, you know, they're allowing for people's pages to just to say whatever people are creating, you know, white supremacy groups on Facebook and stuff like that. And how does that not go against some form of code of conduct or disorderly conduct or whatever it is with their guidelines with Facebook? I mean, that's, that's hate speech. And yeah, and then uh, Zuckerberg has said, "Oh, they'll come back because of uh, they need us more than we need them." So Starbucks, Starbucks. Um, let me see here. Do, 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 do. Another place, uh, Honda, mm. Levi Strauss, Patagonia. Looks like maybe Procter and Gamble and Unilever. But there, I know there's been more since then too, um, and like Facebook lost sixty billion dollars <laughs> in the stock market since it started. Zuckerberg, he's got to be sweating. That's how he makes his money. Well, that's how Facebook right makes money. Good man, it's the amount of change that we're seeing in a month is we haven't seen this in the last twenty something years. I mean, to this degree, in my opinion, I mean the movement has the NFL thinking about changing, which they've thought about that before, but I feel like it's going to happen now, changing their mascots. That is, I mean, we're talking about the NFL. I mean, the the NFL doesn't care about (laughs) what the public thinks. (laughs) Um, Thinking about changing their mascots, the Chiefs, the uh, Redskins. Um, I mean, what do you, what do you think about that, man? What do you, you know, how do you think that's going to happen? How do you think that's going to, you know, unfold? Um, hmm. You think it's going to happen anytime soon? It has to. I think that this is it because you have uh, Nike not selling any more merchandise. You have uh, FedEx, who the CEO is also a minority owner in the team. Uh, FedEx, who has naming rights to the stadium, has said, they don't support it and they will pull out if they don't change the name. And then hmm. you have the city of uh, Washington DC's mayor because the, uh, they're looking at building a new stadium and they said, you can't come here unless you change the name. Uh, I don't understand how we've gotten to 2020 with that still a name of a professional sports franchise. I don't understand how we got right. to 2020 with the Braves, Indians, um, chiefs, Blackhawks, like, Mm-hmm. You know, Florida State uh, went to the Seminole uh, Council of Elders and got approval for their mascot and for uh, what they can use and how they can use it. Um, so, you know, they're named after a tribe. But at the same right. time, I also understand why people would be upset because you're taking a likeness and a culture and you're 
using it as a caricature. You're using it to, um, even though some people may not mean to demean, it's still demeaning. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, especially on this land, and you can tell when people are full of crap because uh, you have protesters that will walk around wearing, you know, like a Washington Caucasians or a Cleveland Caucasian shirt. And it'll show a caricature of a white person and people get mad and they're like, what are you doing? That's offensive. And it's like, come on, uh, you seriously don't see the irony in this. And that that's real. You can find those videos all over. Um, you don't even have to search too hard. Um, right. Like, it's a long time coming. It needs to happen. I'm glad it's finally happening. Um, I know that all of this, all of this is nice that it's happening, but boy, it sure would be nicer if we had some more concrete changes in the world too, right? Mm-hmm. The True. conversations are happening at a rapid pace and people are finally, I don't know if it's the wool being pulled out from over their eyes or if it's, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but people seem to be seeing a little bit more clearly and understanding that it's not okay to demean people for entertainment. Exactly. My question is, and I obviously have to educate myself more on this or do some research. Do you think that um, you know these these sports teams that that uh, you know have mascots um, of tribes? do these tribes receive some form of compensation, some percentage of revenue or some, you know what I mean? Kind of like how the casinos, you know, on, well, you know, tribal land or whatever. The casinos are usually owned by the tribes. Um, Right. So that's the difference there. I would, I would say probably not. I I find it hard to believe that they would. Right. Um, I'll have to check that out to see. Um, you know, I must have to check it, it doesn't out. take a, it doesn't take an extremely empathetic person to see how Native Americans have been treated since we first mm-hmm. got here and how they're still being treated today. Um, to know that we have as a culture, and I'm talking you know, as a, as a country of the United States of America, everybody has a long way to go to uh, make things right with, uh, right. you know, in it, the indigenous people of this land. Like, it's sad. Yeah, it's really it's- sad. When I start talking about it, I get very, I get very sad thinking about it too because it's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's not, and it's, yeah, it was a long time coming. I mean, I, th- I think now we're further into the discussion than before because before, sure. it, you know, I think they've been pushing for the Redskins to change their name for a while, but it was, you know, you'd see it in the media for one week and it would be gone, gone. It would be in the wind in the following week. But now it's, I believe it's really sticking right now and it's already spread to, like you said, the the majors. Um, So it's it's... You know, we're at a very pivotal moment in our history, um, and it's exciting, honestly. Despite you know all the you know bad stuff, negative stuff that may be going on, it's it's a very pivotal moment, and uh, we're most definitely going to continue to push for change. 
Um, we have to. We can't so, yeah. stay the same. Like that's the thing. It's not working. <laughs> it's definitely not and working. I understand being ignorant, and when people hear that word, they just start to turn off. But at the same time, you know. If you keep your head buried in the sand, which is what ignorance is, and you, and you keep with the horse mm-hmm. blinders on, and you're just looking straight ahead, and you're trying to, you know, do what you have to do to get home to your families, and I get it. I get it. That's what everybody wants. So why don't we get every, give everybody the opportunity that they get to go to work, come home, and be with their families? Like, why is it that, well, I'm doing that, so... It's not my responsibility to make sure other people can do that. Like, that's fine if you don't want the responsibility to make the world a better place, to allow other people to go out to work, come home to their families. But then get out of the way. Why Why are you putting your feet in the ground and making such a fuss about other people <sighs> trying to make the world a better place for others to, to work, to go home to their families, to enjoy life give people hope like because that's what's happening and you know sometimes silence you know white silence equals white equals violence it's 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 time to have the uncomfortable conversations everywhere whether that be at home at work with your family like you know i know that personally um Right. No, man, they made a good point. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. I'm, like you said, optimistic, of course, but it's the uncomfortable conversations are now happening all the time, in my opinion. You know, you're now just, you're now seeing it in the media. You're now seeing it on social media. You're now seeing people, you know, white people call out, you know, their white friends. Um, you're seeing, obviously, black people call white people out. It's it's, And that's the thing. That's what we, you know here at Untapped Keg, want people to understand is not, this is, don't want to get too political. It's not a white versus black. It's a, hopefully it's a white and black versus racism, period. Um, it's, it's human beings versus racism. Um, and then that, that, that's, that's what the country and the world needs to understand. Um, so we'll continue to push, man. We'll keep at it. And, um, I think it's gonna, like you said, it's gonna get ugly before it gets better. But we're ready. It's definitely ready. It feels like it can't get much uglier <clears throat> than uh, <laughs> you know, the past month. Seeing, seeing the colors that people have shown, and mm. I mean, like I said, I get it. It it took me. It, it's not something that you can snap your fingers and just see. Um, you have to be willing to see, and then you're gonna be. It, it, you're going to be really frustrated by everything you see once you start to see, you know, and um, honestly, you will feel guilty because you didn't see it before. You'll think of um, past interactions you've had and you'll be like, how did I not see what that really was or um, that that wasn't okay? And I'm not saying that it, it's done on purpose because it not always is, but right. It took me years to get over that guilt for what it really was, you know, and um, it's okay to feel guilty. Feeling guilty means you want to change 
how people are acting. You want to change uh, society for the better. You you want everybody to be treated for the content of their character and not the, you know, how they they look. And everybody struggles with that. I mean, if a person dresses, I'm I'm shy to begin with. So like, um, and it's gotten worse. I would say in the past three years, where. I won't go really start a conversation. I'll bring something up here and there, but I usually just sit back and listen until uh, I'm kind of invited in. Um, and mm-hmm. so I think some of that's a little bit of anxiety too. But, uh, you know, if I see a person a certain dress a certain way, I still, you know, I judge them a little bit. But then people start talking. You got to let go of the judgments. Like, you know, treat them for the people that they are and uh, mm. something that I'm working on and struggling with sometimes is just not judging when you see a person. So that. Yeah. I mean, we all I, better. it's not going to happen in a snap of the fingers is what I'm saying. But if you're right. willing to see, you'll right. start to see. Absolutely. Yeah. We all, we all have our flaws. We all judge every human Absolutely. being judges. I mean, let's be real. And mentally, uh, or in your mind, every every single human judges. It's just what do you do after that thought comes in your head? Is all that matters? Is are you going to act on it? Is it going to make you change your views of this person, or is it going to make you, you know, just just to understand that emotion, understand that thought, but then just let it go? That's that's just that's just being emotionally intelligent. Um, you know, everyone does that. I see someone, you know, with their pants sagging, you know, below their butt cheeks. Um, with a belt on <laughs> it's yeah i was definitely judging my mind like why are you sagging your pants why is that still a fad but i'm not gonna i don't have to say that to that person's face i don't have to think that this person's a thug or a bully or a criminal and nothing like that that's not that's not um you know the right way to go but i'm most definitely in my mind gonna be like why are your pants sagging but i'm not gonna change the way i treat that person that's that's everybody so yeah we just need to you know, this country just lacks a lot of emotional uh, intelligence. Um, you know, there's always room for improvement and uh, empathy and compassion. Um, and I think that shows right now. Yes. With people not caring to wear a yes. mask. You know, you're, you're infringing. You are, you are infringing on my rights um, because I don't have to wear a mask. Like, I don't, I don't feel, I don't see how that's such a, a huge inconvenience. I really don't see how that's a huge inconvenience. Oh, I'm a sheep. That's fine. You can call me a sheep. I'm going to listen to the doctors and the CDC and who? And let's say they're wrong. That's fine. Oh, uh, what? I'm wrong for wearing a mask? Okay. I'll be able to live with that. If you're, if you're wrong, <laughs> but let's I say wouldn't. they're wrong about a mask, but you are one right. anyway. Who are you hurting? Right. I can live with that. Exactly. I can live with that. But what I couldn't live with is catching the virus and giving it to somebody and they getting deathly ill or maybe even dying. That is what I couldn't live with. So what's the bigger risk here? Me being what embarrassed, mocked for wearing a mask or me having to live with someone being six feet under because I didn't want to wear a mask. So that's the whole argument. And I feel like that right there in a nutshell is what you have to present to people to make them think question their beliefs, question their motives, their thoughts, and hopefully it allows for them to change. But it's like, it, you, it, 
that that lack of empathy and compassion is is at a level of is at a very high level, and I, I get I get very frustrated. It's glaring right now, absolutely glaring. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I don't. I, I get very I frustrated. I, I think you know when I was drinking, I don't think I had mm-hmm. my empathy level was at a not a very high level, but that was you know that was kind of the point of me drinking like that's why i couldn't really turn it off was i didn't want to um mm-hmm. yeah it just i i i don't get it i guess and that's the thing is that you're in a different mindset well, now it's almost hard to or challenging to to try to think like someone who in a nutshell does not care about other people. It's it's hard to to imagine that. It's hard to wake up and 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 think, okay, let me try to think like this individual who doesn't care about other people. Like we're not built that way. <laughs> we're not wired that way. Absolutely. I'm <clears throat> Yeah, I just think about uh being a little kid and you hurt somebody's feelings for the first time and teacher says you know, he yells at you, you can't do that. Well, why? Well, look at them. They're in pain. Do you want them to be in pain? Mm-hmm. No. That's why you don't do that. Like, right. I, a lot of people yeah. think that actions have consequences, right? And that these consequences are why uh, sometimes people are where they are. I don't, I don't understand how you can say that and not understand um, the context around daily life, the context around um, why people might be suffering from PTSD, high anxiety, um, you know, even small uh, agoraphobia where maybe they aren't mm-hmm. – um, trapped in their house, which that's what that means is you're scared to leave your house or you're scared of social situations. Um, but you're scared to leave your neighborhood. Uh, all of this, you know, adds up. And if that's what you're taught, um, and if the, uh, one culture kind of tells you you're less than, and maybe doesn't explicitly say it, but through the things you see, through um, what you've experienced, uh, seen maybe what happened to your grandparents or uncles or um, other interactions. All of this is learned. All of this is the context for why we are where we are. And uh, in order to get out of it, it's going to take some drastic changes um, I think a lot more people are finally coming to terms with the fact of, uh, you know, what we call fake liberalism is uh, not enough anymore. You mm. can't just say you need to start acting. And mm. uh, I'm hoping, and I'm not saying that anybody's perfect. I'm not perfect. I uh, I understand that I also have work to do, but I'm willing to put in that work not just for my kids, but for other people's kids as well, because I understand how much you want to scratch and claw and make the world better for your kids. 
one of my favorite lines from a movie. And I love this movie. I think it's absolutely amazing. I love the the meaning behind it. It's a little long, um, but Kingdom of Heaven, you know, what man is a man who doesn't make the world better? Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, the man is not talking about males and females, but uh, humans in general. So, that's just something, like that. something uh, to think about. I like that. I must definitely like that. So, that's good, man. I mean, it's it's... Like I said, we're we're gonna make a change. Keep pushing, keep pushing, keep fighting, and we'll make it happen. Um, you know, kind of what I want to chat about, though, um, and to switch gears here, it's kind of all the information that you kind of shot at me yesterday with, uh, with what's going on in the sports world. I mean, competitive eating. I guess you know that's a sport, right? I guess. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. Um, What's this fella's name? J- J- Joey, Joey Chestnut. Chestnut. I'll let you go ahead on this. I mean, I, 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 it was brought to my attention because you, obviously you mentioned it, but I mean, this this guy, I guess, has been the reigning champ for a, for a while. I think so. He's won thirteen championships in uh, the hot the last fourteen. I think contest. No, I, mm. he's won thirteen. Or what, is it fourteen oh, okay. now? I guess I thought I saw afterwards it was thirteen. Uh, you know better than I do. I could be wrong, but anyway, he broke hot dog broke eating contest. His old record uh, yesterday: seventy-five hot dogs in ten minutes. He ate that includes buns. <laughs> um, <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. You, you know, we're talking seventy-five. I don't even think so. When I think of seventy-five hot dogs in the bun, I don't even think about the hot dog. Yeah, 75 hot dogs by themselves is still a lot, but we're talking bread too. 75 or these hot dog these are hot dog buns, right? 75 hot dogs that includes the buns. And the buns. You don't have to eat them together. I, <laughs> yeah, it was 75 hot dogs. Okay. And then uh I'm going to so on the women's side, there was also a uh world record broken. I believe this lady had owned the record before as well and i'm gonna screw this name up but miki sudo ate 48 mm-hmm. and a half hot dogs in 10 minutes ten. And joey chestnut i believe that he won and the next closest person was like at like 40 it's unbelievable so yeah that's it's, unbelievable it's crazy that's when I watched the video, um, when I watched a little bit of it, my gosh, man, he looks like he's in pain. And um, I don't know. I wouldn't say pain. I guess he just looks very uncomfortable. Maybe that's just my mind <laughs> because I'm just trying to imagine myself eating seven hot dogs in a bun, in, in the buns, but I cannot imagine 75. That's, in ten that's actually minutes. quite impressive. In 10 minutes. In 10 minutes. Right, was definitely got to mention the time. Yeah, that's that's in ten minutes. I don't know, man. I don't. I guess I never really thought too much about competitive eating or or whatever. And that's it's actually quite impressive. Can't even lie. Um, super bad for his health, but very impressive. 
my thing is, like you said, they, they, they got to throw that food up or at least half of it 30 minutes after they eat it or 20 minutes. Probably less than that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. yeah, I would think so. But the thing is, <laughs> you know, these two, this, uh, Joey Chestnut and, uh, Miki Sudo, they're in good shape. Like they're not overweight. They're right. Yeah. They're, I, Joey Chestnut, I believe works out quite a bit. Um, and I'm sure that Miki Sudo has to, but yeah, that's, it's crazy. And I know Chestnut owns other world records too. Uh, I was watching, you know, that old show man versus food on the travel channel. Oh yeah. Uh, Joey Chestnut on once for this burrito that was like three foot long, and uh, it was like the the girth of a football. And he was eating mm-hmm. it, and he'd eat it like two bites, and he'd have uh, like a, we'll call it a row down. Like, dude, just demolished it. It was unreal. So that's the thing. I bet there's like there's got to be a. Some technique, some skill, some, you know, there's got to be a way to do it. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of the the art of competitive eating or the, the I don't know, these guys watch film or something it, or what? I'm sure, I'm sure they do. Like, <laughs> oh, did you see how uh, I did? I took too many bites on this one, but. Right. I took two, a half a second too long of, you know, here. And that's just, I don't it's know, it's unique. It's, I, I agree. I agree. But that's, that's what's going on in the sports world right there. I mean, we're trying to, you know, we're, we're, we're getting somewhere with sports. I mean, we got what the dude who backed out of the majors, we right? David, David I think. Price uh, has, opted out of major league baseball this year who was a pitcher for the dodgers um was kind of a big mm. part of the Ooh. mookie Betts trade i'd say he'd probably be their number four starter um try to think they just you know the the dodgers just traded a couple of their starters away that were staples in the rotation but uh but then you have right. freddie freeman salvador perez all testing positive for COVID. Uh, you got, they. I believe the last count was 31 players. Major League Baseball That's right. I did have see tested that. positive. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's man. not really that many. I don't know if this is going to happen. I mean, you got Mike <laughs> Trout being uh, unsure of. Mm-hmm whether this is going to happen and obviously he's the best player in baseball period. Um, mm-hmm. and he's, mm-hmm. his wife's about to have their first baby, like in the next. Oh month. yeah. He's opting out then. Oh yeah. He's opting out. Yeah. I mean, there, there'd be no reason. It's not worth it. It's really not. I mean, no, would you? Right. I mean, <laughs> it's not worth it. I mean, and I feel like, you know, I hate to say this, but, there, there, there can't be any sports there if you really think about it. I mean, did you see what New York said? New York, they already said it. I think they said it two days ago. There will be no fans in the, uh, no fans in any professional sports. Zero. New York said it already. I mean, they've been saying that, um, 
you know, since the beginning of this, since March. And then they're like, well, you know, if the cases continue to go down, we might. It's like, nah, it turns out the uh, United States is a little more selfish than Europe. So, no, we're not going to have fans. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because we're already at, I think last week, one day we hit 54,000 cases in a day. So, I mean, we're going to eventually, in in three weeks, get up to 100,000. I hope not. A day. So it's like, but it's a possibility. Right. So how can you get, so let's say NFL stadium holds about 65, 70, let's just say 70,000 people. Let's say half of that, right? Let's say they only let half in, so we get 35,000. How do you, how do 35,000 people socially distance? And that's, so the <laughs> Packers have uh, sent out letters to their season ticket holders saying that, um, you know, before the season even starts, you can opt out for this season uh, and under no penalty, mm. and that uh, they will not be offering the full season ticket this year. So, uh, so they're still going to penalize them for opting no, out of their season ticket ticket no, at no penalty. Oh, opt out. Oh, no penalty. Um, okay, okay. But if you don't opt out, you're not guaranteed your tickets either. So. Uh, they, you right. know, they've said that it's going to be much different in Lambeau this year. It's not going to be close to the same feeling. And, uh, you know, they're preparing people for what's about to happen because, you know, Br- Brown oh, yeah. County, which is where Green Bay is, uh, is one of the hot spots in Wisconsin. So, hmm. I mean, it's, you, you have oh, all these NFL players that are still testing positive. Uh, Victor Oladipo opted out of the NBA season, returning. Uh, he did. I think that's been the biggest name in the NBA to opt out so far. Um, I mean, if you think about it, obviously, yeah, football, contact sport, you know, obviously you're sweating on each other and stuff like that. But I feel like with basketball, it's nothing but yeah. sweat. <laughs> I mean, you're constantly have your arm up against you know, somebody in the paint, you got sweat flying off your hair. You know, when you, you know, there's sweat everywhere on the court. I mean, you constantly see the boys and girls mopping the floor during timeouts. I mean, there's sweat everywhere. How do you, how do you have a basketball game and tell them to socially distance and obviously exchanging bodily fluids or however, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's not, you can't do it. You can't do it. It would be different if, you know, this country listened and we were seeing the significant decline in cases. But at this rate, we're talking, we're in July. NFL season starting in seven weeks or whatever. It's like, it's not, we're not going to be anywhere. We're not going to, we got seven weeks to go. I mean, it's, it's not, we're not going to see and a change in seven weeks. our cases are higher <laughs> than it was uh, back at the highest point in May. So. Mm, exactly. Obviously, exactly. we have gone in the wrong direction. Um, yeah, the NFLPA has recommended they forego the preseason. Um, the NFL has already said they're cutting two preseason games out, so it's only going to be two preseason games. Uh, they've cut the mm-hmm. roster sizes down to 80 for training camp. Usually, it's at 90. I did not see that. All right, um, I didn't see that. But wow. it's still... You're still, when you're practicing, I mean, you're seeing all these cases spread throughout NFL teams, throughout Major League Baseball teams, throughout 
um, pretty much any sport, right. and it's just working out. That's all they're doing right now is working out and you know weightlifting yeah. and cardio. So when you get to game time, you got an a- asymptomatic person who uh, you, you don't have a test that is minutes yet. Mm-hmm. How, how are you? I mean, how are you going to do this? Somebody goes out there, they're going to spread can't. it. It's going to happen. You can't. Just like what you mentioned, and the cases are spreading right now during workouts. How, I mean, you lay down on the bench, you know, you want a bench, and I'm spotting yep. you, right? I'm literally looking right at your face, and you're pushing the weight up and breathing right in my face. <laughs> Yes. You know what I mean? You you get up from the bench, there's sweat on the bench or the uh the yeah, the bench and someone else lays down in it. And they have a spotter, they're breathing right in their face. Or, you know, that, that's at least what we did in Denver, you know, you you I have a partner when I'm working out. I work out with another running back. I stretch him out. I'm literally there's no social we're not 6 feet apart, then we rotate. He stretches my legs out and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It's tandem workouts that we always do. You can't, you, it's not doable. You can't do it. And especially, you know, you go from the weight room to the meeting room, which is small meeting rooms. You go from the meeting room to the locker room, small locker room. You go from the locker room to the field, of course, but then you go right back from the field to the locker room to the meeting room. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I'm, you guys better figure out. Are you going to keep your minds busy this fall? How about that? <laughs> Entertain yourselves because it's it's not going to happen, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. All, all it takes is I hope it does. wear a mask when you go out. Um, you know, that has shown in multiple studies. It has. Uh, you see it in other countries uh, to lower the cases by, you know, between 60 and 80%. So more than likely, it's somewhere oh, between I, you, 65 and 75%. But people are too afraid, RJ, to be a sheep. <laughs> it, so doctors perform <laughs> surgery behind these masks that are thicker than the cotton masks <laughs> that you have for you know, 10, 12, 15 hours sometimes. Mm-hmm. You can do this. Yep. <laughs> We can all do this. Yep. We, pull, we do our part. We can have NFL. Otherwise, uh, you better pick a European soccer team because that's all you're going to be watching. Mm. Speaking of which, Americans are Man. banned from uh, Europe. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, it's like a, I'm not like laughing at, I, I don't, it's, <sighs> It's obviously not comical, you know, COVID and people dying, people losing their jobs and stuff, but it's, this is America for you. This is America. You got other countries that are like, oh, our government wants us to wear masks. Oh, our government wants to practice social distancing. Okay, we'll do that. Oh, we did it. Now we can open back up. Perfect. Good job, everybody. America. No, I'm not going to do that. No, you're not going to take away my rights. No, you're going to do this. We are free. Well, congratulations. Uh, we sure are free. 
a rich, yeah, can't go rich to family actually <laughs> took a private jet over to Italy and were turned away. And uh, they complained that they were treated like criminals. Oh, my God. So, you know, that tells you everything you know about America right there. Mm, good job, Italy. I did the same thing. No. I, this country just doesn't know how to do it. Hopefully, we get to a point. Uh, but until we all join hands and defeat this together, it's not going to happen. We're going to keep, it's going to keep lingering, keep lingering, and keep lingering. All that misery we put ourselves through for two months was for nothing. That's the thing that's so fresh. Literally. Literally for nothing. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, European soccer, huh? Yeah. I mean, I like it, it's soccer going a lot. on. It's, uh, it's fun. You got the Christian like just dominating for Chelsea, which is fun to see. Obviously he's the great American hope. Uh, mm-hmm. it'd, it'd be nice if he continues to all those balling. progress. Um, and he becomes the player that we wish we had, you know? Mm. Indeed. Indeed. So I'm going to tap back into the soccer world because that's all we're going to have. That's it. Yeah. I mean, the Premier League, you got, uh, I don't even know, is it La Liga? You got yes, um, <laughs> Serie A, I think it is. You got the Bundesliga. All you, there's some teams to uh, choose from, so uh, I guess get on board. Maybe we can start watching cricket, <laughs> rugby, competitive eating, um, or NASCAR. Racing. I don't know. When is NASCAR season over? Is it ever over? Or is it when does it it's going on now? But like does it you know what I'm saying? That's a good question. <laughs> right. So it's a good time for the other sports. You know, obviously baseball and football dominate the world when it comes to sports, but it's a good time for the other sports. So Yeah, I don't see I don't see hockey coming we'll back see. either. Nope. It's, and the thing is like, you know, you have a lot of people saying, oh, these athletes are, you know, they're young, they're healthy, they can get through this. Um, but in more, you know, most cases after you get over your COVID, it actually damages your organs. It'll damage your lungs. It'll damage your mm. liver. Uh, I said your lungs are never really back to, you know, full like hundred percent or whatever. Yeah. It's something they like that. I read. I don't know if sure how, people but. they find uh, the damage in the lungs. It's almost like uh, it's almost sand that's in your lungs. Jesus. So you know, the, we still don't know everything about this yet. We still don't know what it's going to do in the future. We still don't know how bad it's honestly going to get because this is still the first wave. We still haven't hit the second wave. So that's the scary part. That's the scary part. I mean we'll see. But I'm hopeful. Um yes. 
even though it seems like I'm not. I'm still hopeful. I want I want baseball. I've missed baseball. I got to actually this week. Uh, I was supposed to start a league of softball, and I went and had practice, which was just swinging a bat and uh, catching some fly balls. And my goodness, did I miss that? And I knew I missed it, but I missed it more than what I thought I did. It felt good. But then uh, hmm. two hours, well, it was less than that. It was like less than two hours before our first game, they canceled the league. So that was cool. Kind of a letdown. But at the same time, I understand it. I was starting to feel guilty about possibly playing, even though you could keep your distance. Like, this is just a recreational league. So all outs are force outs. Like, you know, there's no sliding plays, no tag outs. Um, whatever you're still playing, you're still swinging the bat and hitting the ball. And yeah, it takes away a little bit of the game with running bases, but who cares as long as you can keep your distance. So. Right. As long as you can still play, you know, (laughs) exactly. Just be able to play. But I think that's really good. What you said, you know, we kind of don't want it to be such Debbie downers and stuff. We're obviously, you know, realists here, uh, but still, still remain hopeful. I mean, we, we, you know, still remain hopeful. You know, this is America. We'll still try to figure out how to, how to, you know, have sports because got to make money, of course. But, <laughs> but we're, we'll, we'll remain hopeful. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But when players do opt out, you know, I. I you know, can't say I don't blame them. I really hope that people don't uh, pile on them for doing it and calling them a coward. I'm. Oh, they you'll will. always have oh, they will. that few. <laughs> I'm hoping the majority say, good on you. You do you. You do what's best for right. your family. Nobody understands. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, all right, we got a question. Yeah, man, huh? from the Danimal. We didn't get to it last week. Um Actually, it's a few weeks old. But here we go. Uh, What will it take to get RJ to come back to Destiny? And, uh, you know, it's a video game on pretty much all platforms. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't see myself ever going back. I don't have enough time. (laughs) It just takes too much time. It's like... It's basically an MMO. Uh, it's a shared world shooter where you got to get loot. In order to do it, you got to put in a certain amount of time every week. And I don't even have that amount of time to play the single player games that I want. So, mm. um, so that's a yeah, big fat no. Maybe when, when the new one comes <laughs> out, never. I'll probably try it. But um, I just. I don't know. It just I I really enjoyed that game when I played, especially the first one. I loved it. Um, I put a lot of hours into the first one. The second one I really enjoyed, but I felt like um, everything was almost done too quickly. Um, and I know that they felt the same way, so then they pushed a lot of stuff into the game. And I know it's completely different because it's how these video games are that are kind of shared world is, you know, they update them to the point that they're different, but 
I just don't, I don't see myself ever having that kind of time again to be able to put into it. Um, you know, also he asks when we're grabbing compadres and, uh, the answer to that's when you text me, my goodness, I can go for some like now. I'm sure you could too. <laughs> yeah. Compadres. Indeed. Indeed. That, uh, they're queso, man. They're, they're that goddamn queso. Jeez. And that burrito, that steak burrito with queso sauce on top is, uh, it's, it's to die for. Most definitely. Most definitely. Although love that. I still like El Primo's burritos better, but okay. it's just different. It's like, you know, super simple, super fresh ingredients. Um, yeah, I just, I, I love, I love, love, love that burrito, but, um, I also love what Compadres does. They do they do an excellent job. Um, talking about it, mm-hmm. it's making me hungry for something like that. And obviously, we can't spend our money. So there's that. We'll get there. We will get there, man. But um, yeah, yeah. We'll, let's let's stay hopeful. Let's all team up together, defeat this virus, and move on. We'll get this done. Yeah, and uh, you know we got uh, some stuff to look forward to coming out. Maybe movies will start coming out again. Uh, TV shows. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend Queer Eye if you need something to uh, give you some hope, and um, it just makes you feel good when you watch it. That's for sure. I, re- I highly recommend that show on Netflix. I'm gonna check it out. It's. Yeah, it's so good. Even Ashley was like, I I do not like that we watched all those episodes already. I'm like, I know. I know. It stinks. So, um, and there's a lot of life lessons you can take from it for yourself too, uh, no matter where you are in your life. There's always some reflections. But uh, let's see here. What else is there? You got you got anything you, you've been doing? Yeah. Me? I mean, obviously beating Last of Us 2. I beat it. Must definitely beat that. I'm not jealous. Um, hmm. Took care of that video game, man, and that's remarkable. Um, very impressed with Naughty Dog and how they... It's one of those stories where it's like, as soon as I beat the game, I thought back to one individual's comment that I read or or maybe that you shared with me or some somebody where they said, or I think it was a critic with the review, it's a it's a it's a sequel we didn't need, but I'm so glad that they yep. did it. You know, it's 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 that's really it in a nutshell. It's the sequel that Naughty Dog did not need to create because the first one, the way it ended, was just perfect. How ambiguous it it was, just a perfect ending to that kind of story. But they did a phenomenal job of continuing the story and tying everything up. I'll say that I don't want to obviously have any spoilers because you have yet to finish it, but most definitely pleased 100% pleased with the landscapes. My gosh. Um, and you know, I've played other video games that put a lot of time and effort into the world. Um, but this one, for some reason, it's just, they, they put a lot of detail in the landscapes, the water, the, the sky, the grass, the, 
the different types of landscapes that you'll come across. Uh, it's phenomenal. You like you're really into the world, really into their emotions and and the story. So kudos to Naughty Dog for that and and a perfect ending to a to a remarkable story. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited for you to get get to the end and and uh for us to chat about it. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping to be done um you know in the next week or so uh two weeks ghost of Tsushima comes out so i'm excited to see those reviews drop because i'm excited mm-hmm. for that game but uh i've been burned in recent years on pre-orders so i don't pre-order a game till reviews come out uh sometimes that can be mm-hmm. difficult because i fall for the trap and get excited and hyped and i'm like i really want to play this game but then i'll just wait for it to go on sale if i really really want to play it um yeah i'm i I really wanna i'm loving the story so far i really like what they're doing with it um it definitely takes some twists and it is not scared to uh go places to make you think and Mm. that to me is the mark of a a really amazing story is one that makes you pause and reflect so that's yeah, I'm I'm excited Absolutely. for it. So I'm glad you beat it and I'm glad you enjoy it. Um That goes down as as it goes down as you know, at the moment at the moment, because I'm still gonna I'm gonna start God of War this week, but at the moment that's uh and it's in, it's no it's not even close is the best story in a video game that I've that I've ever played. Not even close. And I remember a few probably at the start of the podcast when we we're talking about video games and you said i don't i don't really like story-based games i you know i like the multiplayer games that uh <laughs> i can play with my friends and i'm glad you like it i'm really glad it's not even close it's really not it's because you know like i said i'm such a huge movie buff movie head whatever and i just didn't think that video games were capable of you know being on the same, being in the same conversation with, with emotion and storytelling as movies, but my goodness, am I wrong? Naughty Dog just does it differently. They, once I finished a game, I was like, I finished a movie. I'm like, my gosh. Um, and I controlled the movie. So it's, 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 it's very interactive. You're really engaged. And just like you said, yeah, it's one of those games where it's like, it takes you to places mentally and some of the decisions that you have to make in the game to where you question, you know, why you made that decision or something. It's, it's, it's awesome how they do it. And it's, it's, they tug on your emotions every single step of the way. So a plus a plus. Good. Good. <laughs> That's exciting. So, um, yeah, I hope, uh, I think that's it. Do you have anything else? No, man, absolutely not. I think that's, we, we pour all of our emotions into this, get our, get our thoughts and perspectives on things out. And I think it was a good conversation. Yeah. And absolutely. You know, one thing that we talked about when this podcast started that I hope that we can get to eventually is having some guests on sometimes, uh, you know, people that talk mm-hmm. about, um, recovery and, um, you know, AA, mm-hmm. like it just it, 
there's things that we aren't qualified to talk about that it would be nice to have other people on to talk about maybe uh flip some narratives on its head and stuff so eventually we'll get to that um we will we will yeah we're only, we're only yeah, 19 we're episodes still, in. still trying to find our footing i'd say i think i think we've done a pretty good job so far but uh please rate us on your uh podcast platform of choice um you know you can find us on facebook at untapped keg you can find us at untapped keg on twitter untappedkeg.com please leave a comment if you want us to uh improve on something if you're enjoying the show um ask us questions, give us some topics you want us to talk about. Topic can be anything from something serious to something mm-hmm. fun. Uh, you know, we'll try to answer anything that's asked. Um, yeah, where can they find you, Mons? You guys can find me uh, on Twitter at Monteball28. You can find me on Instagram at Monteball. Um, obviously, the untapped keg page uh, our website um on facebook as well and uh yes in this topics questions anything um we're gonna work on getting some guests on here like rj said and uh, to keep this thing going run it for the long haul rj where can they find you at it's trickster on twitter the i and trickster is a one Uh, you can find me there so uh, i really really hope that you know we can continue uh, the trend and be more hopeful because we're, we're on that road. Mm. So let's keep it going. And, uh, you know, let's try to be better tomorrow because at least if we fail, we're trying. So that's all you can ask. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Love you guys. Thank you guys. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.